Hello. Now, this is a session on the mind and Holy Spirit. I tell you, this is going to be my favorite and I am convinced by, you know, an inward confidence that this is going to be one of the most important things that you have heard so far in my teaching and in this session and in this um, throughout the class classes that you have received that is because the holy spirit is the most important person in the world the holy spirit is the glory of god the holy spirit is the one that resides in you he makes jesus clearly known to you and in you and through you the holy spirit is the most important person in the world and the first thing that jesus said about the holy spirit when he was teaching about him was this he said when the spirit of truth comes he will teach you so the holy spirit is the teacher but then if there is a teacher there must be a student do you remember when we talked about the anointing and I said the anointing teaches you all things? So if there is someone to pass tra- transmit information, that information must pass through your mind. Therefore, the teacher is first known by his engagement with your mind. The teacher is first known by his engagement with your mind. Now I'm going to read, I'm going to say that again. The teacher is first known by his engagement with your mind. And I hope you really understand that. You understand that in Jesus' name. That is so clear. All right, the Holy Spirit is the teacher. And, and I tell you this, there is no understanding apart from your mind. Now, if the Holy Spirit is teaching you, all right if the teacher is doing his job all right then it has to be the student's fault teachers don't fail students fail okay i mean teachers teachers don't get graded in exam halls like like the way you do you know what i mean right okay when you go into the exam hall you don't expect your teacher to sit next to you writing the same exams as you you are the one who gets to be examined all right and then it's what you understand that is made obvious in 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 that in that and every day every day we are showing forth what we understand from our teacher some of us you you have to get this i'm not going to talk about it in a general way i'm going to tell you this in a very personal way now i'm going to be talking to you specifically from the book of ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 and verse 27 and i'm very convinced that it's going to open your heart up okay hear what it said ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 and 27 one very important thing that you would note to do is to you know very much note those portions um those portions of scripture and look at them because they will they will speak more to you than i can speak now look at it And I will give you, 26 and 27, and I will give you a new heart. And I will put a new spirit within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my 
judgments and do them there's one particular scripture that there's one particular translation that just blew my mind it just took my mind and went like skadoosh with it and and listen to it at the 27th verse this is what it says in the new english translation it says i will put my spirit within you i will take the initiative and you will obey my statutes and carefully observe my regulations <laughs> i will take the initiative that is woof. i mean i want you to say this with me right now see this i am catching the initiatives of heaven did you say it say it again with me i am catching the initiatives of heaven thank you for saying it now listen to this observe something here god says in his word i will give you a new heart the word heart i told you that both in the old and new testament they mean exactly the same thing the difference is in the hebrew language the word heart is is a word called labe l-a-b-e while in the greek language the word heart is the word cardia k-a-r-d-i-a they mean exactly the same thing all right now how does god give us a new heart the gift of a new heart comes from his word comes from the manual i told you there is a manual already there is a manual already and that manual comes with a brand new very important parts a new mind okay and he says and i will take he says and i will put a new spirit within you now the amazing thing is this we knew exactly what to do to receive the new spirit do you remember that what did you do to receive a new spirit you confess jesus christ as the lord of your life you were saved you became a believer in jesus christ and you received a new spirit a new nature your spirit was brand made brand new but how about receiving a new heart oh this is the part that i believe that you you may have ignored right how about that that comes by the word of god that comes by the by exactly what i'm telling you right now a new heart you will receive a new heart it says also i'll remove the heart of stone from you and give you a heart of flesh all right all right i'll give you a heart of flesh now i want you to understand the difference between a heart of stone and a heart of flesh okay is is what you believe the difference between a heart of stone and a heart of flesh it's not only what you believe it's what you know the difference between a heart of stone and a heart of flesh is you know whom your teacher is right the difference between a heart of stone and a heart of flesh is everything that i've taught you from the beginning also okay so um that's just very very simple i wouldn't want to get really much into that because i want to teach you something so clearly but now he says and i will put my spirit within you you see you know why you know why the master promises us a new heart and a new spirit it's because of the spirit that comes from him that will reside in us <laughs> the spirit the holy spirit the holy spirit will function 
through your new heart and your new spirit. The Holy Spirit resides inside of your spirit. The Holy Spirit communicates to your mind. He sends information to your mind. He shows you things to come. Do you remember what the Bible says? When the spirit of truth comes, he will teach you all things. And then it says, and he will show you all things to come. That means that the Holy Spirit shows us the future. Now I want you to understand that he's always transmitting images. We might just be really, really poor receivers. He's always transmitting messages. We might just be, you might just be the really, really poor receiver. Have you heard this song before? When I was just a little boy, I asked my mother, what will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? And here's what she said to me. Ki sera, sera, whatever will be, will be, the future's too far to see, ki sera, sera. That is so, that is so not what is obtainable in our reality. Ki sera, sera, <laughs> what will be, will be. No, no. When he promised, I will put my spirit within you. He also promised that he will show you the future. He will show you the future. He will show you the future. That is what things to come means. And you need to understand that the Holy Spirit is a perfect transmitter. He has no problems with his mind. The station is always maintained and always sending the right images and frequencies. All right? The the station is always doing that, but the receiver is the issue. And how do you receive this information? In your mind. You see, in your mind. The things you call dreams, visions, imaginations, right? Perceptions, I feel. All of these things are information, a means by which you explain the information that has been transmitted to your mind. You see, this is so important. He tells us again that he would give you a new mind and a new spirit. Before he tells you, you will receive my spirit. Now he's not saying, he's, and, and I'm telling you, I told you that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has need for these things to be new. You know why he has need? When the Bible says, you know why he has need? Hear this. When the Bible says, oh, this is so lovely. In one popular portion of scripture we've always heard about, it says, therefore, If anybody is in Jesus Christ, that person is a new creation. Old things are passed away and all things have become new. Do you see that? Do you know where that's written in the Bible? I want you to check it out. It is written in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. 
and you know that very well. But do you know what 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 says? Listen to what it says. It says, henceforth, we do not recognize people according to the ordinary senses. We, as we did not recognize Jesus, as we, um, um, but we recognize people according to the spiritual senses, according to the spirit. It says, as we know, as we, we used to recognize Jesus according to the flesh, but now we recognize him according to the spirit. That means something to us. Recognition. This is so amazing. This is really so amazing. He's telling us we don't see things anymore the way they used to be. That means our minds do not process things the way it used to process things before. It's not designed to process things that way. So you see, the thing is this. Many of us have a new spirit with really old minds. You've not received the new mind that comes from the manual God's word. You've not received it. All right. You've not received it. You've not received it. And you need to receive this new mind. Okay. Now, now, I'm not saying that you've not received it, that God's giving you a gift or something. I'm telling you about building your mind with the word. That's how you receive it. You see, all of the things that you've learned, that's how to receive it. That's how to receive a new mind. This is so important for every single one of you to understand. Is it because oftentimes we always say things like, I don't know. Or I don't know what God has for me. I don't know what God thinks. I don't know what God is saying. I don't know what God is trying to tell me. And I wanted to tell I want to tell you that God has never spoken in unclear terms. The problem is not God. The problem is not the one who sends the frequency. The question is the man who receives the frequency. The problem is not the radio station. The question is the radio that receives from the station. That's exactly what it is. And the Holy Spirit is God's radio station inside of you. And your mind is the radio that receives the transmission from the Spirit. If the frequency cannot pick clearly, the station will never be at fault. The station will not be at fault. There's so much to experience with the Holy Spirit. But it simply comes at the cost of a new mind. Hear this again. There is so much to experience with the Holy Spirit. But it comes at the simple cost of a new mind. Some people think that what is available in the realities of God is just people crying when when the presence of God is when we sense the presence of God and you know people shaking and people falling and people no a thousand times no there is so much more but a closed mind cannot perceive the things of the spirit do you see that a closed mind 
I want to show you something. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8, the Bible tells us about two, two, two kinds of minds. It says to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life. You see, carnally minded is thinking according to to just the outward realities around you, living an outside-in life instead of an inside-out life. Living a life that is highly based on um, reaction, reacting to life instead of responding to life. Yeah, you see, a carnal mind is that unoriginal mind the hacked version of what god really created the hacked version of what god really created but the spiritual mind is the new mind that comes from exactly what i'm telling you right now the bible says it says something about the the the, the what is called the carnal mind it says the carnal mind cannot perceive the things of the spirit do you see that it is because that mind is in enmity with god romans chapter 8 read it read it that's your first assignment make sure to read it romans chapter 8 it said it's enmity with god so you see you see when your mind is in is in a beef that you don't know about with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Think about that. All right, it's going to affect your relationship with Him. Your mind matters so much to the Holy Spirit. It matters so much with the Holy Spirit. Do you remember? Oftentimes when Jesus would be with his disciples and they would argue. Do you know one time Jesus said this to his disciples? He said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And then the Bible said they began to discuss with one another. And they were thinking in their minds, ah, it was because we didn't carry bread. Do you know what Jesus said to them? (laughs) Hear what the master said. The master said, Is your mind still hard? Do you still not understand? Do you see what he said? Is your mind, do you still not understand? That means that, that means he couldn't even walk with them as he would have loved to because their minds were not ready. Their minds were still thinking according to old patterns what is an old pattern a pattern that doesn't work a pattern that doesn't agree with what is obtainable in the manual for life the bible a pattern that is in total contrast with what is obtainable in the bible that god says life is made to be pleasurable and you say life is full of ups and downs that's a carnal mind Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That God says that health is yours and you say sickness is a normal part of life. That's a kind of mind. Yes, it is. You see, because you fight your manual 
how can you function properly that's how the holy, that's that's exactly what i want you to know about the holy spirit he's not just doing things in you but you see the, the problem is not with him he's not just there doing nothing inside of you the holy spirit is always functional always working ever ready and ever present ever transmitting the question is are we never receiving or sparsely receiving you see your mind is so important to the holy spirit your mind determines your walk with the holy spirit god bless you